in five, four, three. We need to do wait, wait, stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's back up. No, stop recording. All right, we're re- let's get up. Let's check the mics again because you've done a lot of playing. Around. <laughs> I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After, After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I am your co host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co host, Dr. Dukes. Yes, sir. The things that go down before we say hello, hello, hello. Things that go down in this house, period. Okay. I was just trying to let them in, in like a peek into the window or the, you know how like just peep in the door, you just crack it open just so you can mm-hmm. peep inside. That's yes. why, but you just trying to take the whole roof off the house. Cause I need to know you crazy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm straight. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm straight. Anyway, what we got, what we got going on today? Um, I don't have anything down for the small, small talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything down for that. I know but... one thing we almost to. Thanksgiving break, end of the first semester. We got we we my the county I work in or dish I work in. We got one more week, and then we out for Thanksgiving break. Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. We are making it. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Can you wait till the piano come through? Good Jesus. That's why uh, Sister Clark has throw her shoe at people at practice. I don't be paying attention to the instruments. Yeah, get out to practice. Then. Sorry about that. Uh, anyways, for Either those that right. work in higher education, no, we don't have the same holidays as K through twelve. So, you know, well, um, we have to take some days. Well, but I'm looking forward to taking some. Um, yeah. I'm on to my last event for the year. Woohoo! Almost that time. Hallelujah! We have had back to back events like every other day of the week, so I'm tired. Almost that time. Almost that time, yeah. Um, just uh, last time we talked though, we didn't have a president. Now we have a new president elect, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is president elect. So we, yeah, we, yeah. Last time we talked, we didn't get any information yet. We no matter of fact, no, we we didn't get. We when we, we recorded, recorded yeah. And after we recorded, we got all the news and all that kind of stuff. So right. now we're officially at the point of we have a new president. have a new president. Yes, yes, we, yes, yes. That's we exciting. Are that is exciting. Do you mind? Um, I don't know if there's anything I really want to say about that just yet. I think it's been a enough talk. Not enough talk. What I mean no, by is everybody's just a, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It has been a lot. It's been a lot. The past seven days. That's yeah. For sure. Um, and I think that uh, the next four years will be a lot more of stuff going on. So mm-hmm. let's just. In other words, this marks the end of nothing. Like right. Well, the only thing it marks the end of is somebody's. Uh, four term, uh, four year term. Yeah, that's, that's the that's only. It. But as thing. far as correct, uh, just different things going on in the world. That's not the end. There's still work to, to be, be done. done. It's like that, like your pro fight tell you after the pro rate. Now the real work. Now starts. the real work starts. So um, go ahead and drop them supporters for All us. All right, please. at this moment, we want to show special appreciation for our podcast supporters, Bowtie Planners, the Cam K Ways, the Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas. Taste buds, nostalgia clothing, real fit, and distinctive creations. Visit our webpage at www.therighteffect.com. That's www.therighteffect.com. And click on podcast to visit our supporters section. Make sure you click on each supporter's logo and tell them we sent you. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. Shout out to both side planners and Mr. Sean Palmer for being a guest speaker in my planning retreat this morning. Um, he gave them the the preacher and the educator all in one thirty mm-hmm. minute session, and it was magic. Um, I think that sometimes students need to hear that the work you are doing, though it is not the um, full time role, though it may not be what you do in your career. But it is more than important on a campus or in a school building. Student leaders need to know the little things you do matter and that it all is a part of a bigger picture. And if you don't understand the bigger picture, then you ain't the student leader that we need to have. That's very true. It's like a watch. A watch has several parts, very tiny moving parts. Mm -hmm. But that little baby spring that's in that watch or that little fine, Mm -hmm. small little screw that's in the watch without it that watch is not working properly right and it's the same kind of thing like you just said all those parts that comes in that works on the in the higher ed field or whatever they're all needed mm-hmm. they're all needed all needed something. all needed and, sure. and i was glad he brought up things like the person who you know he said if you're the sprinkle the person that go has to go sprinkle the glitter on the table or if you're the person that has to do the um, inventory, I'm laughing because it looks like you're about to say you cold. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you cold? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, if you're, you're the person <laughs> that has to do the inventory, like all that matters. You know, all of that matters. So that was good. But um, if you are looking at the title of this episode or if you've clicked on it, you see that the title of the episode is Soul Food and Family Trauma, I think I. Yes. Have titled this? I didn't yes. even look at this. Soul Food and Family Trump. Okay. Soul Food. Wait, how that song? Come and get your soul food. That's a song? Yeah, well, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I feel... So I feel like I just messed up the words the way you said it. I've never heard that in my life. Stop playing. What are you talking? Soul Food is a song? I thought it was. Come and get your soul. Am I the only one? Please don't tell me I'm wrong. I'm about to look it on YouTube. If I... Come and get Come and your, get your soul. Come food. and get your soul. Food. It might have been just a commercial. I don't know. Come and get your soul. Food. Now we both literally sitting on our phone looking up. Yeah, oh, good mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I knew it from somewhere. I'm sorry. I just tried to play it. But yeah. Right, my bad. Now I got you. Now yeah. I got you. I didn't think I was tripping. Not that, y'all. That's a commercial. That's a commercial. I'm sorry. I don't know why she... Uh, we got we to gotta teach her uh, podcast etiquette with um, playing stuff in the background. She got to, uh, like, start the volume off. And then once she... Oh, yeah. Living this life. Constant struggle each and every day. Come on, good mom. You better sing that probate song. Mm-hmm. I'd rather die than to continue living this way. Same, Mr. Dukes. Same, Mr. Dukes. And then it goes to the song. It's gonna, y'all know I'm about to use this then for the Instagram post. Yes. All of it's like, why is this all coming back to me? They're like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Go to the chorus. Get to the chorus so Melvin can we can show everybody Melvin can show everybody he he actually does knows what he's talking I'm about. I was gonna say it ain't gonna get to the uh the hook for a while. Cause I think they go through a few verses before they even get to that part there. Yeah, okay, it's coming out the pseudo part, I think. Okay, we about to see. Yeah. 
Ooh, they were so young back then. Yeah. All right, it's coming up. You bought my soul. That's soul food. Well, well. Good old fashioned soul food. Yeah. All right. Get it. Everything is for free, as good as it can be. Come and get some soul food. Yeah, I remember. I, I knew that from somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all right. All right, then. so I ain't tripping. Right, good tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Good job. We're going to play that on the, on the, um, on the Instagram. Uh, so, uh, take a right moment, R-I-T-E, to say, okay, so how does this tie into education, right? Um, I think that uh, I was talking to my students the other day about how people will get so, some people will be so happy for the holiday season and it's Thanksgiving and it's Christmas and I'm so excited and I get to decorate the house and everybody's coming over. But we don't acknowledge that. Some people, these are, these are very traumatic times, um, very trying times. Um, either you have, um, if you uh, thinking about students who Christmas is not a happy holiday, we have no money. I just about to say emotional times, yeah. Yeah, or Thanksgiving. You know, we don't have the food to have a big spread like everybody else has. My mom has to work during Thanksgiving, or dad has to work during Thanksgiving. Um, those who lost loved ones right before the holidays kicked off or during the holidays. You know, we just talked recently about somebody who just lost their daughter, mm-hmm. so it's like she's about to spend her first Thanksgiving without her daughter. So you know, it's not always happy, and I think that as educators, especially, we have to consider how we can um, create a happy space, but also address what's the reality for the student and not ignore that and still just push out all this happy, wonderful, and not acknowledge it. Like some people... I'm I'm not really happy right now. Not really happy. Not really happy. Yeah. So that is how we're going to... um, We've tied this into our educational lives. So first thing is this. When I hear the word soul food, of course, I think of food. So we'll start with the food part first. What... Is your favorite dish? I'm gonna say it like this. What's your favorite dish for Thanksgiving? A good macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Like it got to be a good macaroni and cheese. Like and, the, and like like who cook? As mm, I flip my hair, mm, that's kind of tough. Oh, that's tough. I haven't had good um, macaroni and cheese. In Nina, a while. Chandra, Brian, come get in. <laughs> you oh, you haven't had a good one in a while. Yeah, but the last Bingo. good one you had was from who? Mm. <laughs> Somebody's restaurant, probably Chick Fil A. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, no, you make a great macaroni and cheese when you make it. I'll say that, but good and cheesy. Like I like the the blocks of cheese in there. I like cheese melted all through it. Um, the noodles got to be just right, like not mushy but kind of firm. A little bit of crust around the edges. Like, oh, I love. I just love good macaroni and cheese. Mm. <laughs> Getting excited, just think about it. Look at you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's yeah. That's but then I gotta have some things on the side too. Wait, I just said okay, your favorite. All right, so what's your favorite soul food? Dressing. Item? Oh my goodness. Give me a good cornbread dressing. We can do without. No, I gotta have me some cornbread dressing. I like period poo. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Is there a difference between dressing? No matter of fact, that's not even a question. What's the difference between dressing and stuffing? Because I recently heard that there was a difference, but I never paid attention to there being a difference between dressing and stuffing. So what's the difference between dressing and stuffing? Since I, that's I'm, your favorite food, and I think you should know. Now, I'm going to say this on my end of what I I notice between the two that's different. Let mm-hmm. me say it like that. So when I think of dressing, and I'm going to say Auntie Betty, 
with their uh, giblet gravy on the side. I don't even know what giblet is to this day, but we know we the made it. up word because we got a whole bunch of made up stuff in it. <laughs> stuff in it, right? Or Miss Fields when she makes her dressing. Uh, also, Benji Mama when she makes her dressing, it's it's this consistency of cornbread, but not too dry. Um, but they normally put a little bit of turkey meat in it, mm-hmm. and I feel like the stuffing is just has a more almost like you can slice through it, like a a breading, a, a, a breading, but not like not breading, bread. but, but a, it's more like a bread. Like somebody, and I know, <laughs> of course, what's the difference? Like these ingredients, this ingredients, and whatever, like that. Oh, it's just like my auntie uh, Becky dressing is going to be in a skillet in the stove, and I don't know nobody that make it like that, like her. Hmm. But I'm, it's just so I'm gonna use hers as them. That cornbread skillet feel is what I get from dressing versus stuffing. It's more stove top on the stove, just something that's Very more quick-like. mushy, mashed potatoy, but. Hmm. Not as not as not as mad, you know what I'm saying? But it's just a little bit more like a fluffiness. I guess I don't know. Like I said, I'm just I'm 35 years old. And I'm just now hearing that there's a difference between yes, the two. Yes, yes. I, I just eat it. Oh lord, yeah, <coughs> if it's but good. As long as it's good, good I yeah. eat it. Yeah. Now you know, of course, you got all your other dishes that you could, you know. Yam, sweet potatoes, as I say, sweet potatoes, rice and gravy. I can deal without some rice and gravy. I don't matter now. Uh-uh. Sleep collard greens. Now you gotta have some collard greens. Gotta have some good collard greens. And I want them collard greens to have and some not the sugar in it. Can like Thanksgiving time is not the time to get glory brand can. Uh, you remember that greens. used to be our tradition at Mama House. Cleaning greens. I see Betty would bring the greens over me and you using that cleaning them and clean. cutting the greens up. Yep, she showed us how to slice them. I see Betty had you slicing them things. Yeah, so we have to um, cut the greens up. Um, I also, our family tradition used to be that while we were cutting the greens, we uh, mama would go down to the store and get us some Chinese, Chinese chicken wings. wings. So you're eating Chinese chicken wings all day and we're cutting and cleaning greens. Yes. That was my contribution. <laughs> Next day, it's time to eat. Yeah, because for my painites out there, know that uh, for Thanksgiving was always a huge deal in my house because the girls and boys basketball team would be coming to the house. At one point, it was just the boys basketball team. Then it turned into the girls and the boys basketball team. Then it turned into the girls and the basketball team, plus some of their family, plus other students on campus who couldn't go home. So it just turned into this, like, it's about 50, 60 people at this, yeah. at this house. Yeah. So it was always a... Um, like you said, your contribution because it literally took a village to feed all of those students oh, where yeah. people from the community would donate food, you know, whether it was, um, I remember Miss Flora Tillman, Jesus, um, she used to always bring, uh, do the macaroni and cheese for us, right? Mm-hmm. And one year she just forgot. She forgot to do the dish. So when we went to come pick it up, she was like, oh, <laughs> do you know she gave us the dish she had made for her family? She was like, I just make another one for them. Like, y'all take this. <laughs> Which I understood as a, as a person. I can see where you looking like y'all got way more people yeah. over there than I do. We ain't gonna start eating until cause that's the other mm. thing, you know, in the black house. We ain't gonna start eating till about yeah, four, I can five make a o'clock. Quick one for us over here, but yeah, y'all need this right now. Right now, yeah, because we would be starting on time as soon as the you know the. And you got to think these these are college athletes. Some things eat, 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 eat. Oh, so I had yeah. to be right there in the mix with them because if I had waited till later on, but I wouldn't get. Oh no, nah, you ain't getting no food. Not at it. Leftovers is is a minimum. Leftover yeah. what? Right. That's another thing when people talking about. We got leftovers. Left over what? I got when I got older, I knew how to hide stuff. I was say because if they didn't eat it all, they was packing up plates, taking them back to the room, and all that kind of stuff. And Daddy is one of them old, you know, soul people that'll be like, "Get your black, get it." And I'll be sitting there like, "No, <laughs> you can't take, you can't take everything." And what about dessert wise? Now I know you're not a dessert person, yeah, but I'm what's not a dessert person? But my go-to is gonna always and forever be red velvet cake. Oh, good red 
velvet cake. That's another outcast reference too, by the way. Ooh. Like red velvet. Mm-hmm. We could play a song there, but we're just sure going to leave it at. Just let you think about. Nuts on uh, the not, cake, a little sprinkle of pecans or walnuts, or you can just do the, because you know, some people. I prefer it. The sprinkle of. Yeah, like I prefer the, the walnuts or, walnuts nuts or, pecans, or whatever. pecans or whatever. Whatever they put on them, on them red velvet cake. Give me the whole thing. I want all that. I want, I want all, all the smoke. <laughs> from a uh, authentic red velvet yes. cooked in somebody's auntie's or grandmama's or mama's kitchen. Give me that. Yes. Yes. I'm Absolutely. with you. Mm. You know, mine's is going to be. What you think? You know what mine's is? No, I don't. Sweet potato pie. If no. I, you know, mm, real talk, if I had to say like what I would, what I wish was a staple, that is not uh, ever a staple ever since I've been growing up, but I always been on a pecan pie. Ooh, and when I was younger, a, I used to make dessert. pecan yeah. pies. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to make them. But then, well, you need to get back in it then, because oh, you showed All right, on to the next part oh, okay. of the episode, because he's gonna talk about me cooking stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't be liking to cook stuff. Mm. I, mean, I can do it. I just choose not to. Mm. Anyways, mm. so now if you are in with black culture, like we say that black, we don't say nostalgia, nostalgia. We say nostalgia because this pays homage to our T-shirts, okay? So nostalgia when you right. hear us say it. Mm-hmm. N-S-T-Y-L-E-G-I-A. Bingo. Thank you. So with that black nostalgia, um, the movie Soul Food. Now, did you, you know, I got it. When it comes to stuff that's a throwback film or mm-hmm. music, I got to make sure you, you even were. Have seen it. Yes. Or heard it. Or yeah. read it. Or whatever. Yeah. So like, did you watch the movie Soul Food? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did I watch so full? Y'all seen it in pieces, sir? But I don't you think stop I ever touching stuff in that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Redecorate. I'm touching stuff because it's in a different place. Because I know this thing just a clinking on the thing as you like. Oh, look at anyway, this. That little um, silver thing she'd have put on the table. So yeah, I've seen uh, so full, but again, it's, it's one of them older movies where uh, I've seen it in pieces. So if I put all the times that I've seen it together. together, then yeah, I've seen the whole movie, <laughs> but not from beginning to end. Yeah, that's it. I know that food look good. I know that. I know that. That food look good on that table. Bro. I always think of Brian bringing up the scene where Big Mama arm was on fire and she didn't know it. He's like, Big Mama, your arm. Because she had her arm over the stove mm-hmm. and it was on fire. But because she was a... Okay, I don't even know if this was right, the diagnosis. But I think because she was a diabetic. She she had no feeling in the right Yeah, because they end up having to amputate the arm or the leg or something. Mm. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's sound like something real. That's real right there. You find out, oh, Big Mama sick during Thanksgiving, and before Christmas hit, we gotta get something to cut off. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that wasn't a happy time for her. Anyway, that's tough. <laughs> that is tough, that is boy. tough boy. But yeah, that food looked good though. On soul food, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah, they not. And the thing was, they did it up the way I. I picture families coming together for that. Yeah. You know, we we're big on the spread that we have um, for Thanksgiving, so that makes sense. But um, the thing that I remember about the movie that uh, was that the story was being told through the eyes of the little boy, yeah, and how there was a lot of drama <laughs> going on around the holidays and with the family um, that he recognized was causing a a shift 
that yeah definitely a shift that was breaking traditions that was breaking family bonds and it was just like you know what we i think to be honest with you i think we saw uh an hour or two hours worth of years of drama they tried to pack in yeah oh yeah right absolutely so follow me on this follow me right Mm. it represents for me how sometimes each family function brings about a different drama and a different trauma until finally it's the, it just explodes at the end. Right. But the movie just showed it to us in one big thing. Mm-hmm. So for some people, I even asked my students, I was like, when you think about holidays and like toxic uh, things that's going on, they brought this up. And I said, ooh, this is ooh, a good question. When do you call out toxic family members? When do you call out toxic family members? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how quiet I got, y'all. Because I don't know. <laughs> right, I was about to say, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, do you see what I'm saying? Because, okay, so. <laughs> how well, How do you know? Uh, mm-hmm, go ahead, go with it. Come how on. do you know a family member is even toxic? Let's go, let's go. How do you even know a family member is toxic? Mm-hmm. I believe. That when you feel your peace is in jeopardy, um, when the presence of that person is there, we now have some type of toxic toxicity between each other. Okay, between each other. So it's not necessarily that the person is toxic; they're toxic for you. Because uh, uh-uh, because you could have somebody that's toxic for the family. Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah, my presence. Go, go, go think about it like this. The little boy, he ain't nobody in the family that yeah, mistreated him, yeah. but he saw as soon as she come in, now everybody else got an attitude and mm-hmm. da 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 da. Or as soon as she come in, now she got the attitude with everybody else. Right. And it shifts other people's peace. Mm-hmm. And that that is a problem. And so I think in the film, we may see where, you know, the day of Thanksgiving Day is jumping off. And we mad with each other, yeah. or the day before, as we trying to clean the kitchen and cook such and such. Here you come, you know, saying whatever. But it's times I think that, that those things should have been addressed earlier mm-hmm. to create an atmosphere for a healthy Thanksgiving dinner or a healthy meeting reunion with the family versus now. Right. But I but I don't think we really take into account that you have the right to address toxic family members yeah you ever hear where it's more so like well that's your family but that's your family but that's your family i shouldn't say well that's your family but that's your family mm-hmm. <clears throat> what does that make you think so if somebody was doing something to you that for lack of a better word is just getting on your nerves but the response you get is you know but you know but that's your family it's almost like uh this this is one time you make an exception and you just take it in other words, going back to what you said about your peace, all right, well, just suck it up. Your peace getting altered right now, just take it because that's your family. And why? Yeah, you really shouldn't do that regardless of who it is or where it comes from or whatever. It's, like you said, it should be addressed. <clears throat> but like you said, uh, also, the question on the table is when should you address, address it? it? And who should determine who's the one to address it, especially if it's being uh, that this person is affecting the family as a whole mm-hmm. because i think as of lately i've realized that the people who do the worst job of addressing the elephant in the room are my family members 
we do the worst job of that. And I'm talking about my my immediate are excellent and my dad is amazing at it. Mm. He gonna call it out right then and there. What's going on, boy? Why you over there drunk? Better mm. better sit down somewhere. Like it's immediate call out of whatever is going wrong or shifting the atmosphere. Or if he got an inkling of something ain't right, right, he'll call it out, right. Yeah. But I think that sometimes we will. Everybody knows. Like we know, and we we as family will sit on the elephant and act like it's not even here. It right. is okay because it is the holidays, and we must be happy. So, how do you determine who says something and when? How do you determine that? Mm, that's probably the. How do you determine? Are you as the person obligated to do do? Do you feel it is better that you address it and say something? Or do you feel you need to walk away from it? I think that's me, Mr. Duke. No, No, I think that's what those person has to ask those questions. I think the person who feels like this needs to be addressed has to figure out which route do I want to take? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So mm, I think there is a releasing of yourself you mm-hmm. can release yourself when you know you don't have to go home for the holidays mm-hmm. you are you are not obligated to go home for christmas and that home is truly where the heart is mm-hmm. okay so when you release yourself of that obligation you can then determine just based on what what i want to do as a person, not what I feel I'm obligated to do, but what I want to do. Um, do I want to go to this place and while going address some issues and, and see if we can, you know, get in a healthier space or do I want to go ahead and close that door and just, it is what it is. So now we're back to, uh, forget that it's a toxic, this person toxic to the family, but it's to- they're toxic to you. And they're messing up your peace. So now you're trying to fix your peace and yourself mm-hmm. um, to determine if I'm continue with the whole family thing or not. Because can't some so can't somebody be toxic for somebody else, but that energy comes to you? So and this is why I'm asking that. If it's you, like that, it's just like the boy. Yeah. yeah the, if if you as the nephew mm-hmm. saw that every time your aunt and uncle come over, he talks so nasty to your aunt. Like he he literally calls her fat, says she's stupid, mm-hmm. she dumb, and he he don't let her talk. And, you know, then he gets sloppy drunk by the time he about to leave. Every time you come for the holiday and see that, you eventually going to be like, I, you may, you may not, but you may get someone like, I don't like coming because I don't like to see that. Right. Like you said, as the kid, I'm looking in like, I don't like to see that. That messes up my, I don't like my aunt getting treated like that. Mm-hmm. So it is a part of that, that, that person's um, behavior with, with that person puts your peace at jeopardy. Right. So you make the adjustment to mm-hmm. whatever you need to do. And that's with anything, not even just, uh, but because we are talking about the holidays coming around and getting with family and stuff like that, you absolutely have to determine, is this something that will uh, affect my my peace at the end of the day? Is Yes, this is family. I get that 100%. Yes, this is family. But is it going to be a situation or an event or whatever that's going to have a negative effect on my peace. And if the answer to that is yes, then you may need to make some hard decisions of I'm going to either address it or I'm not going to go at all. And we just leave it at that. Mm. 
But you, whatever decision you make, you you stick to it because we talking about your piece at the end of the day. That that brings up how um, recently a conversation was had on campus about the the difference between connections and attachments, mm-hmm. and that I think that comes a part of family too. That you may be attached to the family because to, we're family because we're family versus I have connections with people in my family, mm-hmm. regardless if we family or not. Mm-hmm. Because I think too, you got to remember too, you have a very I'm gonna do what I want to do spirit. Yes. If I never go, it, you'll look at it like this. If I never go to another Thanksgiving for the rest of my life, that's what I chose to do. All right, moving on, I don't care. But that's not how I feel. Cause like I just said, I I want some good food and I like the movie Soul Food. Cause they have some good food and I love family, all that kind of stuff. But you're absolutely right. If just like okay, prime example. If I just decide, you know what, this year for Thanksgiving, let's go out of the country, let's go out of town, let's go on a vacation. I'm cool with that. I'm not tied to oh we gotta be with family. You know, for Thanksgiving, because that's the tradition, all that kind of stuff. I'm legit. Like, hey, let's let's get up and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't want uh, soul food this time. I want, I don't know, some fine Italian food. I want, I want some Chinese food. I want some seafood, whatever. I want a grill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm definitely not attached to it. That's just me personally. Um. So yeah, it's it's nothing to me. Yeah, it's nothing to you. So then you got to think about that person who this is literally what every kid it, uh you know like they got brothers and sisters or other siblings all know we have to come and we have to do such and such because they may have a possessive mother that mm-hmm. says everybody has to come and do x y and z right even though this person doesn't want to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you may have uh you may be married to somebody what if what if you the person like no we go to my in-law we go to my parents house every we you have to go you cannot stay at home so there are people that are sitting there going whoo all right this ain't as easy just to say I ain't going. Right. Okay. And here's the other part to that I say to that. Um this this uh this this lady I know, uh, she wrote a blog um about pulling your panties up oh, or whatever. Um she's like the uh designer, fashion designer for this brand nostalgia fashion or whatever. <laughs> um and she she's in charge of a blog or whatever, but she talk, wrote a blog about pulling pulling your panties up or your big girl draws or whatever. I even want to say it. Your panties. And, and pulling them on up. Hey, I so the child in the family, you may not have no say so. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I get that. But even as the spouse or the the, the a grown son or grown daughter, you still got to make a decision of addressing something and saying, hey, mom, I know you really want my family to come. However, I need to talk to you about X, Y, and Z because this is how I'm feeling and it's affecting my peace negatively. Or... Uh, wife, I know you want to make this trip and go with the family, da, 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 but this is how it affects my peace negatively. You got to have a conversation. Like, pull on your, your big girl underwear, your big man boxes or whatever, and have the conversation. Like, you can't just be sitting in your feelings and, and, and you wonder why ain't nobody, you know, tending to you or, or seeing it from your point of view. You haven't expressed your point of view yet. So you got to say something. That's the first step. Saying something, and then because you never know, you, your mama might look at you and say, "You know what? I never thought about it like that, or I never looked at that, or you know, mm-hmm. I understand you. You you don't have to come home for Thanksgiving. I completely understand it now. We'll do something for you. Separate. You never know how the conversation going to go. So that's the first thing. Just make sure you say something. You got to say you got something. To say something. I think you're bringing up a good point too of um the the moment you feel that it is either your choice to go. Or you kind of are feeling that pull that you got to address it then mm-hmm. and say, hey, maybe set some type of boundaries around how 
this is what has to happen in order for me to attend. Right. But it's something healthy. So mm-hmm. we're not talking about somebody just being a, a jerk and it's like, I ain't doing fried turkey and I ain't coming because you know, right, yeah. or if you ain't got this, 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 I ain't, okay, we're, we're just talking about what kind of healthy boundaries do you need in order for you to be able to, you know, spend time with your family or address and make sure they are aware of like, this is, this makes me uncomfortable in a, in a healthy manner. That's right. what you're saying. That's yeah. how we address it. Absolutely. And then from there, this is the, here's the, here, I think, I think addressing it is putting the panties on. Mm-hmm. I think once deciding what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm, let's say I go. Here we go. So I got them on. I'm I'm uncomfortable. I don't know how this gonna go. They around my ankle, so I'm gonna waddle on over. I'm gonna be uncomfortable. I'm gonna get there. If everything good and everything was great, then you gonna pull your panties up and enjoy your time. But if it's not, and you see that, you know what? Y'all still gonna do you. You still gonna do this, and this is I told you this ain't has. I think that's the motion of pulling them up and saying I'm done. Yeah, or I'm I'm a come for my little bit of time and and leaving, but making sure you you make a conscious effort in saying what you are or will not do because of this negative toxicity. Yeah, uh huh, that word. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> what I'm saying, but I, I think hold on, let me make sure we saying the same thing because we 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 literally would talk about stuff. Depending on where we going and and who all around, because we all got we got the same group of friends. So sometimes it's like a, all right. So these are the people that's gonna be there. I'm that person. Like who all going? That is me. Um, you're saying that when I get there, and if if the if it doesn't change or whatever it is is not addressed, then you you already have it in your mind what you your next step what your is. next step is. Got you. If so it's a good vibe, you know I'm doing this. If it's a negative vibe, I know I'm doing that. Have that in your mind before you even get to that event, that function, around that family member, whatever. Have that in your mind off the jump. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You already got to have a plan. Period. Yeah, have a plan. Listen, I think anybody, especially our students, you know, we need to look into speaking to them about what does the holiday season look like for you because everybody doesn't celebrate christmas that's a whole nother thing everybody doesn't celebrate thanksgiving but what does it look like for you and if they need somebody to talk to about how to address certain things that are going on during the holidays then they know they can talk to somebody and figure that out right and and i want to say this on the education point uh part as an educator before you like we brought up earlier before you put it on somebody's plate that this is a thankful time, a happy time and stuff like that. Make sure you understand or get, have a conversation about what this time means for your students. Like we said before, it's not always a happy time of year. It's not always a I'm thankful type of time of year. Cause everybody's Thanksgiving is not the same. Everybody's household, not the same. Everybody's family. Some families legit can get together and it's like a very peaceful, no toxicity. Um, <laughs> And you know it's it's none of that. It's great food, great conversation, laughs, all the kind of stuff. Everybody leave, go go about their way, and everything was all good. Then you got some that's you know the some other, on my soul food. There you go. Some <laughs> on you got some soul food, but then there's other words like it's nothing because that's not even a holiday that's looked at, or mm-hmm. it's such a painful time in my house that we don't even do anything for it. So as an educator, for my educators that, that are listening, because this is an educational podcast. Um, like I said, before you put it on the plate of this being happy and Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff, make sure you understand your students' perspective and understanding what Thanksgiving is for them. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just get a, a just a little personal, just for a quick second, just for a little while, 
and say, hey, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? Mm-hmm. Not what you thankful for, because I ain't thinking, not right now, I ain't thankful for nothing. Oh, Jesus. That ain't it. That, Mr. Such, such, Mr. Such, I ain't thankful for a thing right now. That, it ain't that kind of year. Um, so just make sure you have that, that conversation with your students about what Thanksgiving is. Like I say, especially if you're going to put it in front of them of what your Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You keep painting this picket fence and dogs picture and i'm over here like um no miss lady man they go back to these educators on twitter sometimes i'm like boy y'all be working at some nice don't nothing happen schools because good jesus they quickly be uh, like one i forgot his name but he posts on twitter and i told him i literally come to your tweets for the comments to see how many people will be offended because that's not the school environment you work in Mm -hmm. and he'll say something he said something effect the other day that i can message you all day I can send you as many class dojo uh, messages. We can have as many parent-teacher conferences, but you got to figure out a way to help me on from your end. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not Jesus when it comes to working with your your child, right? right. You should see how many parents. Number one, he was like, I tried, he used the, he said parents. Number one, we should say families instead of parents. Because, okay, I get that. I get that, y'all. I get that. Okay, great. Thank you for that suggestion. Then the next person, well, I'm a parent and I'm a teacher and sometimes it get hard and da-da-da. Okay, lack of a better word, shut up. Right, he is just he he. You need to understand and empathize with the fact that sometimes, as educators, there is somebody, there's parents who literally do nothing, Mm -hmm. and you are well aware of the challenges they have. But it it can be just one little thing that could help. And it, and and also like the another lady was saying we we even try to get together and be like if it's not mama can grandma auntie cousin guardian the lady across the street next door neighbor another teacher like we'll try to bring in mentors and people from all different areas so he's just saying just don't look at me as as Jesus as right. the savior for the all students I mm-hmm. I can't do it by myself that's all he's saying oh lord I had to get get it off my soapbox but the other thing is this this is the other thing I want to say. I'm glad you brought up that song because in that song, the lyrics say that this soul food is free. Mm-hmm. And that the thing about soul food is that it's something that feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. So the gathering of your family should feed your soul. The gathering of the friends you are around should feed your soul. The places you go, the people you meet, everything should work in according accordance to where it feeds you positivity mm-hmm. and once you recognize that this is no longer feeding my soul you can then take whatever steps you need to take to figure out how to address it and preserve your peace mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen if it's not feeding your soul if this if this coming together is not feeding your soul do what you got to do and know that that at the end of the day life ain't gonna be over because you had to choose something else you you could find something that supports your um ideals and your visions and that there there are people who come together every year that are friends and have true friendsgiving on Thanksgiving Day mm. because they may not have a family. Mm. There are people out there who may have lost their mother, father, who are who are raised in foster care and their fan their Thanksgiving dinner does look different than everybody else's, but it's still the same place that feeds their soul. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like the place that your soul get fed has to come from somebody who is blood related to you. It right. doesn't have to be that way. Right, right, right. And don't feel like you got to suffer through people who are blood related to you just because they're blood. Right. You don't have to do that. Amen, sister. All right. So we're going to now um, give you my cash app so that you can put some offering in the. <laughs> Hit the organ. Somebody play the organ. Play that organ. Play it. Play it. 
Well, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We are at the end of Soul Food. Send it out to your family and friends. Let them, hey, use this as an example. Hey, I just want you to listen to this before I come home. Because I need y'all to get your lives together right. before I pull up, yep. before I pull put up on, in that driveway. Put, put that to your family. Y'all right. Listen, if you feel like you're a toxic person, <laughs> hey, address yourself accordingly. If not, we will address you when Thanksgiving time come around. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. <laughs> we are... Um, of course, on all social media um, platforms. Well, not all social media platforms. So many now today. Mm, who knows? But definitely uh, follow us on Instagram at After School Talk. Follow us on Twitter at uh, After School Talk. Also, it's Two Dukes Up. That's just put, put in either one of them. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Uh, Sharon Dukes on Twitter. Um, if you could, please, please, please like, share, and subscribe to um, After School Talk on all podcast platforms. And send us a message after you listen to this. Absolutely. We're about to head on now. A hey, shout out to the bros. Our uh, founders day about to come out November 17th. Rule. Oh, yeah. oh, oh Jesus. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>